So back here in the fast lane, and we appreciate all the feedback that's coming in on the social media platforms. We're going to just table that for tomorrow because we have other topics that kind of tie into this here in the Fast Five at Five-ish. It's time for the Fast Five at Five-ish. Five fast-paced, quick-witted things you need to know right now. Number five. Open doors. That's the outlet that came up with the 80-20 ratio. Not 80% of conference revenue comes from football and 20% from the other sports, most notably women's and men's basketball, which is true. And by the way, more on hoops just a little bit here in the Fast Five at Five-ish. No, not that. 80% of NIL dollars, name, image, and likeness, come from collectives. What? I know. A shock. Only 20% Trey come from true NIL sponsorship deals with businesses and brands. I would first of all love to know how much that figure would change if you just took out my guy, El Presidente John Ruiz at the University of Miami. I mean, never mind that shooting a commercial for Life Wallet shouldn't realistically count for like a six-figure endorsement deal, but hey, it's the open market, it's allowed, that's how the game is played. Um, no, I mean, it's basically, that is basically a collective just run in a different manner. Did you know this was going to happen? Yes. I mean, hasn't this kind of been happening under the table for years? It's just now coming to light more coming yeah. to light and more money is involved because guys now can fully gauge their market value. And all it takes is two bidders to figure out what the value is. And as we mentioned earlier in the fast lane, the ability to look at the NFL game and college and pro sports are not the exact same, even though this is more professionalized than ever before. But college and pro football aren't the exact same. But in terms of roster positions of emphasis, quarterback and line play are the two most notable areas. And yes, wide receiver and defensive back are important, but you can find those guys more easily as opposed to a viable quarterback or someone who can get after the passer, quarterback, or someone who can protect the passer, the quarterback. So offensive and defensive line. I mean, it goes back to what we discussed on the Kennedy Charles thing with Liberty, whether it's the true traditional defensive lineman, maybe it's a stand-up edge rusher. Think a guy like Marcus Ware way back in the day or Micah Parsons for the Dallas Cowboys right now. Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick for Philadelphia, your NFC champions. I mean, they're all cut from the same cloth, which is guys who are skilled at getting after the quarterback. They will always command a lot of, in the immortal words of Kenny Powers, dollar, dollar, bills y'all so the fact that that's the case plenty of schools are going to find a way to mainstream the resources to build a winning program there are plenty out there that are doing that the only shocking part is is that it's actually 20 percent from nil sponsorships i actually thought it would be less than that and more from nil collectives why you got to have one if you're a program why it's important and why that is ultimately the driving factor for much of this Number four. The matchups have been announced for the SEC ACC men's and women's basketball challenges. Trey? Q, I'm coming home. Yes. Well, we'll do that momentarily. Oh, I was trying to set you up. Okay, I didn't know which one you're going to say first. You know what? We will do that. Men's basketball right now. Okay. I changed my mind. You know, I have no problem doing women's basketball later. You know, you can save the best well, for later, and that's cool. Well, I thought you were going to do all of them together. I didn't know you. See, this is what this is where the, the spontaneity of our show comes up, because you don't tell me your points, so I can just instantly react. Yes. Well, that's part of the fun of this, Trey. You can kind of see, because I keep a, a list of topics on one of our email accounts, but I don't ever really tell you what order we're going to do these things, and you just kind of can look at them and... Uh, speculate. And we are professional speculators here. I mean, you could argue that's what we do anyway for a living. But 
yes, we are speculating on which order this is going to come. So anyway, back to the topic at hand. ACC-SEC Basketball Challenge, starting with the men's matchups and starting out of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Ones that are intriguing here. Tennessee at North Carolina. Brand on brand. Brand on brand. Ding, 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 Trey. But the other two that piqued my interest were Miami at Kentucky. Now, you can laugh about that. You can make the argument Miami will be a better team than Kentucky. More they could talented, be the favorite. Maybe not, but better? Oh, I think you could easily argue that. They've gotten more out of their players over the last five to six years, a trip to the Elite Eight and the Final Four in the last two, whereas Kentucky has had a couple of first-round losses, including the Peacocks, not of ULA, but of uh, St. Peter's a few weeks ago. Yes, a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reference. The other one is Duke at Arkansas. They are two really talented teams. It's a rematch of the Elite Eight a couple of years ago when Coach K's last run ended with Duke beating Arkansas on that trip to the Final Four. The one I really want to see and hope we get, and am disappointed it was not on this list right now, is I really wanted to see Kentucky at Duke. Because John Calipari has this thing, and it goes back to his time at Memphis, where he does not like to play true road games. He'll play a home game or a neutral site game, or if he has to go on the road, he wants it to be at a neutral venue. He used this ridiculous logic. I don't call uh, logic is a stretch. Ridiculous idea. When he was at the University of Memphis, that he felt like Memphis should not have to play Gonzaga at the Kennel, which is Gonzaga's home arena, but instead should play in downtown Spokane because Gonzaga would not have to play Memphis on their campus either. Never mind that Memphis doesn't have an on-campus venue. They played all of their games downtown in what was a home court advantage. That is the type of theory you're trying to use. I won't call it logic, but some people just are hell-bent on it. And I have bad news. I bet you that matchup never happens in the SEC. As long as the Champions Classic is still a thing, which is owned by ESPN. (laughs) That never, because they play each other every other year in that, or every three years. You're going to have a little bit of work to do before this happens to take place. Plus, I mean, you could easily put Kentucky at Virginia or Kentucky at North Carolina. I think Kentucky, North Carolina could happen. I think it absolutely could. That's more likely than Kentucky, too, because they'll play each other already. Correct. And and, and truthfully, I would love to see that is not happening though because that matchup could happen this year which brings us to number three matchups in the acc sec basketball challenge from the men's side we'll get to the women momentarily but from the men's side within the commonwealth of virginia texas a&m is at virginia because they already play virginia tech in a neutral could. site could play not they are guaranteed they're in the same tournament they are I think in, they have, i have to look at the bracket they are in the same tournament and there is the potential for Virginia Tech and Texas A&M to play in a neutral site game, and they don't want a second version of that during the season. Buzz is coming home. I would love to see it. He gets to see his favorite reporters twice. Yes, maybe me, depending on when the matchup is, but definitely, actually, it won't be me because it'll be a weeknight matchup, and I don't generally go to UVA or Tech except on weekends, but I'll get to see Mike Barber of Richmond.com, one of his favorites. Both Mike's, Mike Burnin, too. Don't forget about him from the Roanoke. Oh, yeah, if he's not at Virginia Tech. He'll be at the Virginia Tech one. Which is where we also discuss Virginia Tech is actually at Auburn, for this matchup. I like that one. Dude, that'll be a lot of fun. Two teams that can slow it down or play fast pace. That's a nice little coaching X's and O's battle, especially for Auburn, which probably has a little bit more talent than Virginia Tech, but you could argue the Hokies should. We said this last year and it didn't come to fruition, so that's big. 
but should have the better backcourt. Really intrigued by this matchup, though. Higher end upside is with Auburn. They're at home. But Virginia Tech, very good front backcourt, very good backcourt, excuse me, with their players that are returning. Number two. ACC, SEC Women's Basketball Challenge. And yes, we bring this up because two matchups out of this. One is Virginia against Missouri. From where those programs are, trying to rise in their respective conferences and kind of, let's be honest, undeveloped programs right now. Now, Coach Mox had a great out-of-conference slate at UVA. They fizzled big time in the ACC, but it was a really good first year. They still have work to do. Missouri is in that growth state as well for women's basketball, so that's part of what makes this a really intriguing matchup. The big one, though, let's not kid ourselves, is a rematch of the Final Four last year where Virginia Tech goes to LSU. They've got LSU. They've Go got Tigers. Iowa coming up as well. To, they should out add South Carolina and just get all three Final Four teams. Uh, look, I, I love it, though, Trey. I do. I, I, I think this is awesome. For women's basketball, and you know again. That's we, the biggest game of the slate, like on the women's side. It is. No doubt about it. I mean, you got a Final Four rematch and the two, and two of the best game. teams. No doubt. Um, I think at some point you'll get Dawn Staley in South Carolina coming to UVA. But truthfully, I think they want to wait till Coach Mox has another year or two of getting Virginia up to par. Because it, right now, it would not be a pretty it would, game. I mean, look, it would not be competitive. If you're going to play it now, play it in South Carolina. Because I think the, the Dawn Staley return to UVA would be more fun when Virginia is closer to competitive. They have upgraded, but they are, I mean, again, it took Kenny Brooks, what, six, seven years to get Virginia Tech yeah. to where they were rolling. Virginia's still got a ways to go. It's easier with the transfer portal, but it's not the exact same as it used they, to be. And they lo- think about how they lost last year. The best player in the country had to go nuclear and superhuman to lose. Like, that's the only game they lost last year. And I know they lose a little bit, but they still are South Carolina. I mean, that's, generally speaking, the angle that you will find and the angle that will be taken when it comes to these types of stories and developments. And number one on the Fast Five at Five-ish. One more topic to note. You continue to see stories that have come out about NASCAR at Chicago, and we will get into that tomorrow in the Fast Lane. But a word to the wise. Of all the races on the NASCAR schedule, this is probably the one where I am the most cautious on betting. There's not really a blueprint for road racing. There is a blueprint for road course racing, but not actual road racing. So if you're looking ahead right now to it, and you know we like to throw thoughts around, if you want to jump in for your 5 to $10, fine, but tread very lightly. And there is your Fast Five at 5. Tomorrow in the Fast Lane, your reaction that you've shared with us on social media to the Kennedy Charles story. Uh, That plus leadership lessons from a William & Mary guy. And yes, looking ahead to NASCAR at Chicago. All of that's still to come. This is the Fast Lane on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. If you missed anything, we're going to hit us up. Fast Lane, Ed Lane, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and where you listen to podcasts.